Home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here, I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. It's a project we get asked about a lot, and it's something that our children find a lot of enjoyment from. We're Mm -hmm. talking about the trampoline in our backyard. It's in ground, and the way that we did it is pretty unique. Today, I'm sitting down with Jonathan, Mr. Stag. You never call me by my full name. Am I in trouble? Do you know what your mom calls you? (laughs) Johnny. Johnny Stag. Yes. It's more my brothers. I'm sitting down with Johnny Stag. (laughs) And we are going to be talking about how we did the in-ground trampoline. Hey guys, I'm jumping in for a minute to tell you about today's sponsor, Stag Design. Stag Design gives you beautiful products you can mix and match effortlessly to create your perfect home. Use the code Heart of the Home for $10 off your next purchase. At Stag Design, we believe home is what we make it. You can find us at stagdesignshop.com. That's stag with two G's. Hi, Johnny. Hi. That's weird. <laughs> that's <laughs> that what you weird. are on my phone. You're Johnny Stag. I know, and I still think that's phone. so weird because you've never, other than just then, ever called me Johnny. I don't know. You never called me Jenny, but my no. whole childhood I was Jenny, which people are always surprised about when they hear Jenny. I'm just John. Yeah, but I was Jenny Penny. When I was a little girl, nice. that was my nickname. I was just John. We're <laughs> <laughs> Johnny. Anyway, okay, we're going to talk about the trampoline. We get a ton of questions all the time for, about the trampoline on social media. I get emails about it. And the way that we did our trampoline is pretty unique, I think. Yeah. Would you say? It took some work to figure out how to do it because right. let us start out by talking about why we wanted to do a trampoline and how we found the specific type of trampoline we bought. So we have three little girls and they have a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. They're into gymnastics. They love to play. And the trampoline was sort of like the first play feature that we put into the backyard, which they had a long suffering period (laughs) in our backyard because it was under construction. I know. We all suffered. But them especially... We've talked before about how they like would ride their bikes on this very small patch of cement in the backyard where they had to do like this 56 point turn to turn around (laughs) because it was so small. So we felt like we owed it to them to really pull through with a fun trampoline, right? Mm, Right. We didn't want a round trampoline because we felt like it was too small. We felt like they were going to outgrow it. And we wanted our backyard to be a place where a bunch of kids could come over and play. And we just felt like the round trampoline was too small. Right. Right. John also had very strong opinions about the bounciness quality. Oh yeah. Cause have you ever jumped on a trampoline and it's just like not bouncy at all? It's such a disappointment. I think (laughs) (laughs) it's such a letdown. Let down. I think and there are all is, these different types of trampolines coming out with like springless or the types of springs that you can't cu- catch your hair in, which, you know, that's nice. But they don't bounce very well. They lose their bounce and you kind of just sink to the ground. How depressing is that? <laughs> <laughs> I read this thing the other day on a on another blogger's Instagram and it was things that are satisfying. 
It was like, <laughs> it was like getting the last bit of toothpaste out of a toothpaste tube. Mm-hmm. Mm, satisfying. <laughs> Jumping on a trampoline that has just the right amount of buoyancy. Yes. Clearly. Satisfying. See, that person gets us. <laughs> okay. Well, we... I think actually going back to that, we've had like some little boys that wandered into our backyard and like happened upon our trampoline recently. They live a few doors down. Yep. And they, their minds were like blown. They were like, your tramp is really bouncy. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And now every day they've been coming over and ju- knocking on our door to ask if they can jump on our trampoline. I'm seriously considering having their parents sign a liability waiver, honestly. <laughs> These <laughs> like, little I don't want to be responsible for whatever they do I watched them on our security camera the other day sneak in our backyard by themselves and jump on our tramp. <laughs> and they know that I saw them because I mentioned it to their mom like, hey, we really need to be home when they're jumping on the tramp. So they made us cookies. <laughs> These two little boys made us cookies and they're totally burned. They were like little bricks. Well, and they, they brought them over so to our house. It was so sweet. It was the cutest thing. Anyway, <laughs> so the trampoline, we really did our homework and made sure we were getting a really good trampoline. And it's huge. Yeah, it's the biggest one you can buy, I think. I mean, you it's might huge. be able to buy a bigger one, but it's pretty big. Rectangular and built really well. I mean, we wanted something that would last a long time. Because you can get like a a really cheap, round trampoline at Costco for like 200 bucks. And we thought that thing will rust out or break in a year. And we're going to bury this thing in the ground. (laughs) So I don't ever want to have to replace this thing. So we got, you know, much more expensive, but really high quality, big trampoline. So there's multiple ways that you can put a, a trampoline in ground. Probably the most common way I would say is obviously you have to dig the hole, right? And then you have to build some kind of retaining wall around where the the trampoline some people just dig a hole and then try and slope the dirt so that it won't that just sounds like a terrible but it is a terrible idea because it inevitably washes out and you have to dig it out again but you've got the tramp in there and the grass around it it's just not a good idea yeah so i would say a lot of people do like the cinder block wall Mm -hmm. right inside the trampoline or railroad ties or railroad ties right but sean did not want to do any of those (laughs) why not uh, I I could have done those, but um, I wanted something that was maybe a little easier to install and hopefully sturdier. Okay, so John came up with this system. I'm just going to have you explain it because it's hard to it's hard for me to describe. So what did you, what is the idea that you came up with? The, the whole walls? system or just the walls? Just the walls. Let's start with that. Uh, well, it's, it's not like I invented it. There was a company that did this. I just found them. Um, and they sell really thick steel. Uh, well, I, I mean, thick for this purpose. It's not thin corrugated steel. It's a thick gray, thick gauge steel. And they cut the steel to the size of your tramp. And they give you four pieces, too long and too short. And uh, so I found them and bought the metal. And it's basically the height of the tramp if it were standing on the ground. And yeah. So you take those pieces of metal and you literally screw the metal into the frame of the tramp. And then it's all one solid piece and stick it down to the ground and fill dirt around it. Okay. So we had to dig the hole first. Right. And that was a big process because there are huge rocks in our backyard. Yeah. So that took a long time. 
So then we had all these workers. We hired some workers to help us get the whole right. Well, first, before we dig into that, um, so we were concerned about it becoming a little swimming pool back there because it's a big hole and it'll fill up with water. And I think we have pretty good drainage. You know, we don't have a high water table or anything. We're on a mountainside. But I was concerned about water buildup in the in the hole. So I put a drainage system. And we had we put in a French drainage system throughout our whole backyard, which is maybe a topic for another podcast episode. Um, but I connected in this French drain to the bigger drainage system around our backyard and put in, you know, an outlet for it. So it all the hole all slopes into the center drain and then the pipe takes it out. So yeah, it could completely, we could have a monsoon and it wouldn't fill up with water because it would just drain out. Be rest assured, if John does the job, <laughs> it will be done perfectly correct. Well, it will be done really, really, really well. You take a lot of pride we try. in doing things the right way. Was that the royal we? I try. <laughs> and you try too. <laughs> well, okay, well, we. <laughs> So anyway, the wall. Okay, the wall. So we had the wall. We had the hole prepped. The drain was in. It was all ready to go. And then we got the frame put together. And of course, I was wondering, do we put the frame in the hole and then try to attach the walls to the frame in down in the hole? And I didn't want to dig the hole twice as big as it needed to be. So there was room for me to like get down into the hole and screw the walls into the frame. So... I figured it would be easier to assemble it all outside of the hole and then put the whole assembly down into the hole after it was put together. And so we found a flat spot in the yard and I took the pieces and, and screwed them onto the frame of the trampoline. What I didn't think through very well, I mean, it's kind of dumb. I didn't realize that that thing would be incredibly heavy. Heavy. <laughs> Like, like so heavy. I think it might have been a thousand pounds. And it was on the second level of our yard. Yeah. So it was enormous. Like it was crazy. Yeah. And so I was thinking, well, I'll just get a bunch of guys and we'll all lift and, <laughs> and it'll be fine. And that was like, it's just a function of the number of guys lifting, right? Oh my I gosh. think I had, because we had a crew there helping with some of the bigger landscaping, moving boulders and things. I think we had seven or eight guys and literally... Even all together, we could not lift the thing. You couldn't even off the budget. <laughs> it wasn't like you couldn't like lift it and walk. It was no. like it wasn't even moving. No, it was so heavy. It was, and all the guys were looking at me like you're insane. <laughs> and you were like, "Come on, I don't want to be part of this. this." I know, and they were all like running for the hills, like we need to take our lunch break. And you were like, "No, no, we are getting this in the ground." Um, <laughs> and so I was like, "Crap, what do we do now?" And Luckily, on site, we had a backhoe because they were digging holes and moving big boulders and we needed a big piece of machinery for it. So we literally took a bunch of chains and tied the chains around the frame in several spots and hooked them all together and tied them to the, the arm of the backhoe. And they lifted the thing up like a crane and drove over to the hole and dropped it down in. It's pretty awesome. We I captured it in real time mm -hmm. on Instagram as it was happening. And now I'm going to have to dig back through our Instagram highlights and, and refresh them and bring them <laughs> back up. But to see it was something impressive. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like, I, 
honestly, as you were lifting it up, I was like, it's not going to fit. It's not going to fit. They're going to get it up there and it's going to be too big. And the hole's not going to be big the enough. The hole's not going to be big enough. That definitely could have happened. Yeah. But no, it actually went in pretty seamlessly. Yeah, we had to level it and that took some time and finessing, but we got it in there. You got it in there. And then talk about the rest of the process. You just hooked up the tramp? Well, um, so part of it was cementing posts. So another part that I didn't mention is I put metal posts on each of the four corners. Um, and they were as high as the you know top of the wall, but then they went down another two feet below the wall. So to provide a really good anchor for the whole system. And actually digging those holes and getting them in the right spot was challenging. So once we got the whole assembly down to the ground, I made sure that there were you know, holes around each of the posts. And um, that's what took some time because we had to pick it back out of the hole and dig a little bit and remove some more dirt and then put it back in and we got it all right. And then cemented in each of those four posts once it was all leveled. And then we knew, okay, the posts are in, they're cemented in, the walls are in place, it's at the right height, it's all level. And then we backfilled and put the dirt in around the outside of the hole to bring it up to grade. And then on the inside, we leveled everything out again so it all drained down to the drain. Put in a layer of really thick landscaping. Actually, no, we put plastic because there was no reason for it to drain anywhere but to the drain. So we put a thick plastic down in the entire hole and then a thick layer of gravel. Yes. Yeah. Just a few steps. (laughs) And then we had the frame in place and all we had to do was put the Look map up the, tramp. the springs and it's a great time. And also we did buy the netting system to go around the tramp, you know, like the safety net, mm-hmm. but we've never hooked it up. Right. And, you know, I've gone back and forth, like, should we hook it up? Should we not hook it up? You know, and the the fact is like, I like that it's open and all the kids can just run on and off yeah, the net know. is much more important if the tramp is up off the off ground. Off the ground. Ours is at ground level. So, I mean, they'd have to really catapult themselves far to hurt themselves. <laughs> yeah. Which is possible. I mean, we, we're careful not to let tons and tons of kids jump at once if they're being crazy because kids get hurt on tramps all the time. And there's always supervision. Right. We're always out there with them. And our girls are fairly cautious, so we don't worry about them going too crazy. No, it's the little boys that sneak into our backyard. (laughs) I'm a little bit worried. (laughs) They might hurt themselves. They might hurt themselves. Hence the liability waiver. Okay. So, so one other thing I'll mention though before we move on is um, one thing I researched was when you're burying a tramp in the ground, if you put the frame right level with the ground, then there becomes a um, an air circulation issue because if there's no because if you can imagine when you're down in a hole and you're, a person is jumping up and down on the trampoline, air needs to go in and out of you know, the underside of the tramp in order for there to be a good bounce. And if you don't have a way for the air to circulate, then it affects the bounce. So it could really make the bounce crappy <laughs> or not really good. Unsatisfying. Un- <laughs> a, a wholly unsatisfying bouncing experience. Which we could not have. <laughs> so uh, the research I did showed that you need to have like a foot of clearance from the underside of the frame to the ground. So if you look at ours, 
at eye level, you can see that it's up a foot. And that was on purpose because it allows the air to flow really well. So it is a little bit of a step up from the ground onto the tramp. Um, but it was a good thing because the bounce is amazing. It's a very satisfying bouncing experience. <laughs> so if you'd like to have a satisfying bounce experience <laughs> as well. <laughs> oh, we forgot to mention where we got our tramp because people are going to ask. Um, you're, you put me on the spot. I can't remember the name of the company. It's a, a local company here in Utah. Lifetime. No, it's not. No. Lifetime. No, it's, it's a lifetime. local company here in Utah. So if you're not in Utah, you'd have to probably find another company. But Huh. It's custom made here. It was a custom made trampoline. But I'm sure that there are similar companies pretty much everywhere. You just want to find a company that makes a high quality tramp. And, you know, we chose the rectangular, a pretty big rectangular option, which I think is a fairly standard size. Don't just buy the least expensive tramp on Amazon. Especially if you're going to put it in the ground. I think if you're just going to have it above ground and move it around and you only need it for a couple of years, that's fine. But we wanted something that would last for 15 years. You know, so that our children's children can have satisfying bounces. <laughs> yes, we were, we were actually thinking about, well, when our kids are too old, I guess we'll wait a while and then we'll have grandkids. <laughs> they can jump on it. <laughs> we, uh, and we definitely take it down during the winter. We yeah. take the, the, what is that called? The, the top mat. part, the mat, the, um, the I, I don't know. bouncy part. We <laughs> I think the, it's the mat. We remove the bouncy part <laughs> and the springs in the winter time. And then it's just a big hole in the ground with the frame. Right. That I'm convinced we're going to have to rescue a deer out of at some point. Right. But, okay, so there you go. There's the trampoline. We will try and find the name of the company that we purchased our trampoline from and uh, list it in the show notes so that you can go and buy a trampoline from them if Check you wish. Out, yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We hope that you learned something and that this answered all of your burning trampoline questions. <laughs> I'm Jennifer Stagg, and you've been listening to The Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast, and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>